<laughs> All right, let me see if I got this right. Wait a minute now. It's three steps, and then it's game changer on a barricade. And then I got to go over here, and then it's three steps, and it's game changer on a tank trap. And then I'm going to take three more steps, and it's game changer on a cattle guard. But wait a minute, there's more. Because it's game changer on a rock. And in case that's not good enough for you, it might be game changer on a pipe, game changer on a log, game changer on some part of a car, hood, roof, trunk, door jam. And then when you go inside the Connex box, it's game changer on the windowsill. And then it's game changer on the portal. And not that there's anything wrong with a game changer. I dig a game changer. I think it's a great piece of kit. But I'm just not sure I got this whole new age comp stuff because I was showing guys, like back in the day, and I know I'm old, back in the day when I did it, like 20 fucking years ago, we ran. Because the whole point was to get your heart rate up and to move around and to go into these different positions. So I'm not really sure I'm kind of catching on to how they're laying it down today because they're really not doing a whole lot different from place to place but i guess that's a topic for another day welcome to the everyday sniper you got frank from snipers hot and i'm down here in south texas at bridal iron south with the cr2 crew and we have a special guest sitting at the table some of you people may remember a couple, like last year during COVID, right before the Biden administration or the branded administration, prior to the previous administration, <laughs> we had riots. And some of those riots turned a little ugly and things got a little hot, like shit burning down. And sitting at the table with us is the weapon snatcher. And you may remember that jarhead motherfucker. He was snatching <laughs> weapons out of people's hand and saying, oh no, dude, that one ain't for you. I'm gonna bring it back and put it where it belongs. <laughs> hide your kids, hide your wife. We're snatching everything around here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, John, introduce yourself, man. I don't think you covered it. I mean, that's the pretty much the only important thing about me, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, I appreciate you having me on here. Thank you. You do uh, have a great beard. Yes. And a nice, smooth, bald head. Oh, so not, well, you know what? I wanted to, I wanted to kind of, I got, we got off the range today and I knew I was going to do this podcast. And so I went back to my room oh, and I shaved my head because I needed that skinhead look. Because apparently if you shave your head in 2021 or 2020, you're a skinhead. Well, I've been shaving my head for a while now, and you just make it look good, dude. I think you look better. <laughs> uh, it makes sense. I mean, we saw it earlier because the Marine Corps snipers love the SS lightning bolts. We do, we do. We're, we're runes guys. Um, not anymore though. You can't do that. Uh, I was a headhunter back in the day, and headhunter wasn't spelled with as an H. It was spelled with a K. <laughs> so. <laughs> Um, you know, you can extrapolate from there, but you know, I am Italian Same. and he's <laughs> Italian. So there's a little suspect history going on. I don't have the sniper thing though. I don't, I'm not. No, you're not a sniper. I just, I just shoot stuff far away. But you are a jarhead. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, 
Chris, having a great time, man. We're having a blast with the CR2 course down here. I don't know about you, but I'm coming to the end of my season. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, so this is kind of the last. I got one more class before this, but uh, you guys are getting ready to rock and roll and keep doing more, man. Yeah, well, 2021 is wrapping up rapidly. Um, we, uh, have, we're done technically after this other than the gathering. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, we got the gathering yeah, going both on. Both of us will be out there for that. And then I'm not really picking anything up until probably March. Yeah. Yeah. We got February going on. Um, but, uh, you know, right before we kind of get rolling in with this whole thing, since I'm down here in South Texas, a uh, little bit of background, a little bit of news. Everybody knows I used to work down the street at Rifles Only, you know, about two hours or so down the road. Uh, condolences to the Bynum family. Jacob, Lisa, his mom, Miss Joyce down there. Henry Bynum passed away last week. And, uh, you know, shocker to all of us, if, if Clint Eastwood's movie characters were a real guy, it would be Jacob's dad, uh, Henry. And uh, it, it came as a huge surprise. They reached out to me and let me know and all that. So we just want to say, uh, give our condolences to everybody. We know it was unexpected. It was a big shock. And, um, I mean, Henry was just a hardcore um, South Texan, man. There's really no big game hunter, uh, you know, just a, just a great guy and, and all that. And, and I, you know, it, 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 it can't say much more than that. I, I don't know what to say other than our condolences to the Bynum family uh, from all of us up here. So we just want to get that out of the way really quick and, and make sure that's front and center. If you want, I know, I think it's February, they have the rifles only brawl that takes place. Uh, go go sign up for Jacob's match. Uh, go give him your condolences in person. He puts on an awesome match. He's one of the original OGs. He's been doing matches since 96. A little longer, and you're going to probably have to do things slightly different than just throw a game change on a piece of lumber. Um, you know, but, hey, you know, what do we know about competitions? Uh, you know, what can I say? Uh, you know, at least that's the rumor that goes around is, is that we're not too hip in, in that world. Uh, so, but... I mean, that's where we're at. Is it a game changer if the game's always with a game changer? I don't know. It's like it, yeah, chicken maybe egg. Maybe should almost rename it. Rename it. Yeah, game. I mean, like I said, it's a great piece of kit. I'm a big fan of a pint-sized game changer, and I actually like the Schmedium as well. I think the OG's a little big, but it's effective. Hey, when you're not fun-sized, the real game changer's just right. <laughs> <laughs> you got me there, man. You know what? I just I cannot this. argue with that logic at all. Mm -hmm. uh, I need it. I need it. I need the big game changer, you know? Yeah. That doesn't bend like it used to. You know, I got issues with the neck from a, takes all, all the, my uh, years in the military. Like, I, I got to get up there. Yeah, I, I get it. I get it. You know, I'm a leprechaun, and, and, and leprechauns don't carry heavy shit. They carry pots of gold, maybe, but, you know. It I, takes all the need to be limber out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. The need yeah. to be limber. Um, but, uh, I mean, let's kick off last week, you and I were at the Precision Rifle Expo. Absolutely. That was actually my first time going. And, and I think they've won it, what, two or three times now? Yeah, two or three times, I believe it was. I, I went to the first one. I missed some in the middle, and then Phil moved it to October here. And um, I really had a good time. I think turnout was a, a tick light, but I, I appreciate seeing everybody that came to the classes. Uh, yeah, I did little one-hour clinics. I did a clinic in the morning, clinic in the afternoon on both days, and I appreciate Phil Cashin inviting me again. It was a lot of fun. Um, 
I really think it's the future of our industry because to me, SHOT Show's dead. I have no interest in going to SHOT. Sure. I don't think SHOT Show supports our industry like it used to anymore. Mm -hmm. And um, having a dedicated expo, the only thing they gotta do is get the timing right and, and figure out how they can bring some more people in. And on the manufacturer side, it, it, People were saying how light it was manufacturer-wise, but everything's back-ordered. Yeah. It's all mm -hmm. sitting off boat off California, you know, mm -hmm. and, and so there's nothing there. And so people were saying, well, you know, I'm 18 months back-ordered, so why should I go advertise? And that makes perfect sense. Yeah. Although marketing should never stop in a lot of ways, but... I mean, we're all working hard. They're trying to catch up. They don't need to take a week off and prep for these things and do that. But I really do think if, if they can, you know, figure out that timing part of it, having a live fire expo that's open to the public, that has a training component mm -hmm. and lets people see and do this and that, I, I think it's smart. I mean, I, I saw some new products and things that I wouldn't have seen if I wasn't there yeah. and, and I really enjoyed it. And then the, um, in a second, I'll talk about the day after I went with the Hoplite Arms, um, the guys from the website, the Squirrel Mafia, God, we had dinner with the Squirrel Mafia. Insane, man. Prime rib, pheasant wrapped in bacon. What are those stupid birds I ate called? The C word or some kind of dove. Chugga, chuga, chugga, chugga, chugga. 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 Oh, I don't know what I, I ate some kind of bird. It was excellent. <laughs> I don't know. I met a lot of great guys. It was pretty friggin' awesome. But uh, what was your takeaway from the expo? No, I mean, I, I think it's great. Like I said, that was my first time going. Um, but it, it afforded me an opportunity to go and take classes. And I only went for one day because I had family stuff going on the first day. So I really, could, I really could have maximized my opportunity more had I gone for both days. But being able to go and sit through your class, then go sit through an Optics Academy class, and then turn around and go sit through Amor Proslick's class on wind was just was just awesome. Yeah. And, and it was really cool too for me because I could pick and choose what I went to. So like there were specific things that you know I don't necessarily consider myself as much of an expert about and that I have a lot to grow on. And so I specifically went to classes, you know, I went to Frank's too, cause it's a refresher and it, and, it, and it reminds me of some of the things of getting back to my roots, but like going to sit through Amos class, it's like, dude, you can never learn enough about wind. No, and, and he has a great sense of humor. He's a fun guy yeah. to be around. I, I, I dig that guy so much. And, and, and so, I mean, he's a, he's a great guy to, to take a class from. I got, I got a, 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 a I got the Zeiss, man. I got the new LRP Zeiss there when I was there. I thought they have some chromatic aberration. <laughs> <laughs> Something's got CA. I don't know what it was, but uh, there's a whole drama going on with some CA. And, you know, I, it, uh, according to some people, they never miss the target because of CA. Mm -hmm. And it happens. So I'm going to bring it back to the expo. Yep. So me being uh, a new guy, really into instructing on my own and long range, it's... I, I couldn't go. I was working. Uh, Got to provide for the family and everything. But having an expo dedicated to a very specific craft, long-range shooting, isn't 
it's not just getting down on a gun. There is so much more technical. You have to learn the optics, the ballistics. You got to learn weather. You got to learn geographic location on your, all that stuff. So you have an expo where you bring together all the companies, manufacturers, if they decide, hey, this is yeah. worth it. And there was good or, manufacturers yeah, there. Yeah. And then you bring the instructors, the top dudes from around the country, and you bring them all to one place and you put on like, lack of a better term, like a Montessori school of, hey, I get to pick my education and how I'm going through with guys that I've only ever read or read about or heard podcasts from. Yeah. To a guy like me, that's awesome. No, I know. Yeah. Well, it was a true yeah. master class. And it's funny because yeah. people, people kind of use that to describe what they're doing. And I think that that was like a true example of, a, of what I would picture of a master class is like taking subject matter experts for each individual thing and bringing them into one, one, one place. Because not everybody can be a master at everything. Exactly. And you then know? you bring all that knowledge together and coalesce. Like there's not just going to be like, oh, I think this way, I think this way. They're going to start innovating each other and growing it, each other. Well, it gives you an inspiration. Yeah. Because you're going around, you're bouncing ideas, you're getting to talk shop with people, and you're seeing what's latest and greatest, and you get these inspirations that come up. And it's like, wow, that's kind of cool, you know? And, and then, you know, you get, to, you get to go hands-on. I mean, part of the drama we're laughing about the chromatic arboration is, you know, Zeiss did a bold thing, and they put their scope on a tripod with a night force attacker, with a zero compromise, with a Collis 5 to 25, and with the Vortex uh, Gen 2 Razor, and they basically walked away from it and let everybody do whatever they wanted and look at it. Now, some people kind of accuse them of making the other guys look bad. I'm like, well, wait a minute. When I walked up, I don't know who touched it before me. When one of the scopes didn't look as great to me, I adjusted it. Yeah. Like, example, yeah. the zero compromise reticle was way out of focus for me. Yeah. I adjusted the ocular. You know, uh, the Collis wasn't looking. Uh, it had some CA on, on the white placard boards that are at Arena. And I adjusted it a little bit, and, and the purple was still there. And, you know, I felt the night force looked a little bit better than that particular collis. And then everybody was bitching that the, the Gen 2 Razor, which is beloved by all the comp people, didn't look right. And it's like, well, wait a minute now. That Gen 2 Razor's old, okay? Yeah. It's not new. It's Japanese, who the Japanese even admit Zeiss has better glass than anybody on the planet. <laughs> And, and then, you know, it's sort of, it's, it's $2,400 scope when it was new. The Zeiss is 36. Yeah. You are not going to compare a shot glass Zeiss and Zeiss glass and blah, blah, blah with a Vortex Razor. And, and so people got butt hurt and rumors started flying. And let me just say the rumors were unfounded. I don't, I don't care how you want to spin it, what you want to say or who you think looked at it. Everybody got to touch it however they want. If somebody came up and moved some dials and things around, it was really your job to put it back into shape. And if you didn't understand how to put a scope back into a position that it needed to be, well, that's your problem, not ours. And Hopefully maybe, there's a master class there for that. Well, it, it's <laughs> yeah. funny because, I mean, maybe you just don't really have any place to have an opinion at that point in time. Right, right. So, you can't fix stupid. I no. mean, you come up to an optic that someone else is clearly using, just like someone else's gun you come up to, you got to expect. Just like you're, you mentioned, I think it was earlier today or yesterday, car seats. You loan out your car, you're going to get that seat back, and it's going to be way out of Right, out of right. That would, that, would be, that would be the exact – that would be like – me going into a car dealer and sitting in the seat and saying he's making this car look bad because I can't reach the pedals. 
Frank ain't reaching the pedals on any car when he opened the door until I moved the dang seat. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's just, you know what I mean? That's just a freaking reality. I'm not touching the pedals, man. I need blocks. I got to have my stick. You know? Well, that's why you buy the Porsche, so that way you can get all the stuff that's adjusted. Yeah, I got, I got the 14th position in the, in the... And Porsches are tiny little cars, and I'm a tiny little guy. And it just happens to be that it's tiny little motor and it's tiny little car goes fast. You know, so that's all. Um, little bitty world. I'm thinking country music now. Yeah, yeah. Short people, <laughs> little, little Newman. Short people got no reason. Um, yeah, but uh, no, I, I really enjoyed the expo. I had a great time. I'll tell you what, though. I had such a good time. So that night, Sunday night, we're all leaving. I went to Columbus, kind of one of your stomping grounds. Mm -hmm. And we went to that Indigo Hotel down there. Yeah, Hotel Indigo. Oh, shit. We burned that place down. Well, then they closed early. We're like, what the Frig, you mean we're closing early? So they're like, well, we are closing early, but you know what? If you walk one block that way, there's a bar that we all like to go to. And that bar stayed open till three in the morning. And I almost missed my flight the next day. And wait a minute, wait a minute. My flight was at two o'clock in the afternoon. And I almost missed my flight. I burned that bad boy down. So we had a good time, uh, enjoyed Columbus and the whole thing. and. And then what we did is just flew to Corpus. Yeah. Came straight from uh, there to Corpus because we got your guys' class. Chris and Chris are here um, doing their thing. I tell you what, I really, really liked the way you edited and cleaned up from the first time we were down here. Absolutely. I uh, mean, we, we, we took a lot of your pointers because, you know, most people don't know because obviously they weren't here for that. But Frank sat in the back with a notepad. Mm -hmm. And, you know, by the time we were all done on day three, I think he had probably five or six pages. He's like, I like this, I don't like this, you should change this, maybe say this this way. And, you know, we sat down and we took those notes from him and took that information. He said he was going to do a roll-up for us. We never got it. I have it. I just never sent it to you. <laughs> but we heard what he had to say and we took it and, and, you know, we've been continuing to develop this. I think we'll always develop our POI. Yeah, I really like your slides. I really like the yeah. way you're breaking down the presentation. I think you guys did a good job um, working that shop process. You guys excel at that shop process. You know, we talk fundamentals and we look at that one way and the Marine Corps school of yeah. thought is different than the Army's. Yeah, we had a big talk about that too. It's, I mean, I'm really seeing it. Just like I said earlier, two sides of the same coin. You yes. Know, it's mm -hmm. the, the way I see instructors and how they put forth information is they're going to put forth that information as they best understand it. So you understand it your way. Others understand it their way. Now you're going to draw people who understand the same way as you. Mm -hmm. And, you know, whether it's using this word versus this word or this thing first before this, mm -hmm. it's, it's yeah, no, I, I, I and, and I saw a night and day difference in your program. And I think it, it, it really worked out well, uh, both you and there was a question, though, who, whose segments a little bit higher priority, yours or Chris's? <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. I guess that depends on who the yeah. what the information the shooter's looking for. Exactly, because you work the shot process. Chris, Chris was working ballistics and wind today. Yeah. Um, but no, they're both both great size, both important, and you're to the point. You you know what I mean? You're not wasting time. You're not wasting energy. Um, and, and like I said, your edits were excellent. Your changes in your slide presentation were excellent, and and, it, and it's working out great for these guys. Everybody's having a really good time. Yeah. And um, it's showing, I mean, every, you know, we're all hanging out, oh, eating way too much. The food at uh, Bright Alliance South is just yeah. first class. I mean, Logan, the executive chef, 
is just fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. If you're if you're on a diet, don't come here. Don't come here. (laughs) Don't come to a CR2 class at Bridal Iron. Don't come to Bridal Iron and do any of the other activities they have. You come here to eat though. Yeah. It will. You will. You will not leave smaller than you got. No. You know what? I when I went to go shave my head, and I was in the shower. I saw a little less of myself, man. I was like, holy cow, man, I got to go home and I got to take a freaking have a diet. Fast, fast. Yeah, yeah, you know. No, I was thinking about that today, too, because, you know, he made he made lasagna. I'm going to let out one of his secrets. So he made lasagna tonight. I heard you talking to him about this. And I was like, that's different and it's good. It was so creamy. It was oh, yeah. like eating frosting that was lasagna flavored. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I know that probably doesn't sound <laughs> good, but That's you the have fattest to... kid shit I've ever. Heard. <laughs> <laughs> but, but no, you have to understand what I was saying. Like the creaminess that of this thing. Kid shit. And I was like, I was like, Logan, what did you do to this? And he's like, it's my secret. I was like, you put cream cheese in it. <laughs> and he was like. Really? Figured it out. I was like, yes, that was absolutely cream cheese. I've obviously had a lot. Yeah. So, anyways, then we had this conversation about ricotta and everything. It's regat. Well, okay. So it's regat, man. Tell them it's regat cheese. If you I'm go sorry. say, you say manicotti. Yeah, that's that is how I say it. <laughs> it's manicotti. But anyways, we had to talk about cheeses, fine cheeses, and uh, and yeah. So he used cream cheese in there, and it was phenomenal. Oh, yeah. Manicotti, oh my god! Yeah, the, the <laughs> dude here is amazing. No, so that it, it was it was really really good. Um, like I said, this has been just a, a blast. And then you guys went out and bounced a little night vision because you got some night night vision crew here. So that was good. Yeah, we got we got a we were supposed to have a few more. Some family incidents happened, and 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 some of, and uh, one of the gentlemen had to dip out. Um, but yes, the guys from uh, AGM Global came out. And we've been working some stuff with them. That's partly why they're here, um, because they're trying to get spun up on some of the things that we do. But uh, we have a partnership that we're going to be working on them with over this next year and actually offering some night vision long-range classes. Uh, we kind of think that that's something that's very niche and mm-hmm. not really specifically catered to. And so it's something that we think that we can do uh, with our experience from our backgrounds and stuff having done that for a while yeah so. i mean dedicated night vision class how cool is that yeah so to the average shooter the first thing i'm going to assume that they're going to ask and i know i would ask if i didn't know is what is long range during night you know that's a good question and and honestly it it, it really has a lot to do with the devices you use yeah. more than anything else um it's not like because at night we all of a sudden bullets don't travel as far <laughs> it's just really a matter of what you can see so um Really, in the six to eight hundred ranges, is about max. Six is 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 pretty sporting. Pretty four was pr- where we used to play with a lot of them yeah, in the yeah. past. I hit four tonight too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Four was pretty much where we used to play back in the day. Yeah. Well, and so we're gonna be working with them on some thermal devices mm-hmm. um, and some and some actual eye square. You know, traditional night score, uh, night vision. They got some really really good uh, white phosphorus stuff that we've been checking out and blue foss on their Gen two and Gen three. Um, clip-on devices so um, we'll be uh, working with them trying out some of those new devices and and, and incorporating them into what we're going to do so I think it's going to be really cool I think guys are going to have a lot of fun I mean obviously hitting steel at long range is fun to begin with so when you can do it and you can hardly even see the target because it's nighttime that's even cooler and it's so much more satisfying when it's your own gun doing it yeah, you can take it home. You're like, I did this at night yeah. with that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're running the new, um, the Daniel Defense Delta Five. Yeah. How you liking that, man? I mean, uh, the Delta Five Pro. So that, 
I've done everything from, I did a video on the thing, but I've done a lot of training with it. I've taught classes with it. I did a bear hunt with it. Now I'm out here doing a course with it. I love it. Yeah. I, I love it. Honestly, I can't say enough about it. I will say that the only thing that I keep having a problem with is my own discipline and making sure I'm racking the bolt all the way back. Gotcha. If I don't rack it all the way back, then it sits on top of the uh, the bullet. The, yeah, it yeah, sits it's right not on top. picking it up. So that is, I mean, really, that's like I said, that's on me. Um, I have had zero issues. There hasn't been anything with accuracy that's bothered me. It's it's a in, entry level PRS gun, so I mean, it's heavy. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's not a hunting rifle, but I did it. Anyway. Yeah, you did it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. But uh, yeah, it's got every feature you need. It's got all the adjustments you can imagine. It's got and probably more, and it comes at a great price range for what you get. Yeah, there you go. So people, I mean, I don't, I don't talk much about the Daniel Defense Delta Five. I, you know, I, I've had them in class. They've always worked well, um, but I haven't really shot one or taken one out to my range. Uh, you, with this season coming to an end, I'm, I'm going to be taking over the range in Colorado. I've been telling you guys I got a lot of stuff on, on my plate, and I was giving myself artificial timelines. Well, now I'm finally catching up to myself and I'm getting caught up because I just threw those timelines forward like I told you. And I haven't been putting the podcast out as much as, you know, we had hoped. But at the same time, it's given me the breather I needed and it's going to allow me to do some good work for you guys. Um, I got one more thing to happen next weekend and then it's, it's go time, you know. It's let's go Brandon shit. <laughs> and, and and then it's you know so we're, we're gonna be we're gonna be out there doing this and and it'll be good but um yeah i got the i got that lrp from zeiss that i'm gonna be talking about i love it i think it's a great optic everybody's asking me about it compared to the zero compromise really it's going to come down with what reticle you like um i think zeiss did a great job with the reticle they actually came out to my range three years ago to talk just reticles um, and so I, I have a, a little bit of history uh, that goes back with it. And, um, you know, so it's going to come up to the end user. You know, it's not something that I would say. But with the other scopes we were talking about, I think, I think it, it lives up to Big Blue and Zeiss's brand name. You know, it, it was a worthy re-entry back to the precision rifle world because they've been just kind of in the hunting world for so long yeah. that... Um, you know, it, it, they kind of were forgotten sure. by us. Mm -hmm. But I, I think it's a good scope. And um, it's definitely on par with the zero comp and stuff. I mean, I'm going to use zero comp. I'm still running them. I got a, two rifles here, and one's still got the zero comp on it. And the other one's got the Zeiss on it now. <laughs> I, I did break a SIG. <laughs> I was like, ooh, what happened with this? And also it was rattling. So I'm using my SIG as a spotter because I didn't bring a spotter, unfortunately. Um, I had to travel light. This I, got, I did. I had yeah. way too much stuff. I had a lot of clothes and a bunch of stuff. And matter of fact, I, I gave, um, oh, I need to bring up that. I shot the Hoplite Arms in, at Arena on Monday. And man, that dude has friggin' future. Theus on the website. Uh, and that's not how he pronounces his name. But that's, I, I see Thesis when I see his name. But it's not Thesis. It's, it's, it's some... You know, some foreign company. Go with Theseus. Yeah, Theseus, Sounds yeah. cool. Yeah, he's, 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 but um, we shot the Hoplite Arms. I really, really liked it in the 300 PRC. I'm a huge 300 PRC fan now. I'm sold on the cartridge. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I think it was good. I shot the 300 Norma and the 338 and got first round hits at 17. I don't, it was the UKD range at Arena. And it's, it's, it's meters and yards, meters and yards. I shot 
What I did is I shot it at 278 to make sure the 300 looked good. Then I shot it at 855 and was like, hey, is the dope lining up from, because one of the guys behind, in fact, it was, um, I think his name is Matt, uh, who works with Rob. What is that, Bravo 4 Actual? Yeah, Bravo. Is that Matt? Who's works with him? That I'm not 100 sure. I, I can't. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm messing your name up, dude. Uh, uh, it's just I get so many names in my head. I couldn't even remember friggin' John's name here. I'm like, what's your name? Because he, he told me Rudy, and it's like I'm thinking Rudy. I'm like, that's not Rudy Reyes. <laughs> and so I'm like, off oh, fucking his name up all weekend. I'm just calling him Weapon Snatcher. And and so hey, Julie's here. And um, <laughs> yeah. And um, so uh, you know, so I'm messing names up, but. So I shot the 855 and we kind of trued the software. And then right over that number 12 berm was a target, like a three foot square, but the placard was down. I'm guessing it was number 18. And I'm thinking it was 1741, but it could have been 1641. I don't even know. I wasn't running the laser on that. They were just saying, dial this, shoot it. I dialed it, doped the win. I first round hit that plate. Then behind that was another plate. They told me it was like 2361, but then the, the board that's up there said it was like 24 because there's two there now. Yeah. I don't know what the range was. I shot it. I first round hit both of them. To me, that's a pretty friggin' good gun. And they're doing this high-speed stuff with materials. They're doing... Um, they're gonna up pressures okay you know what i mean they're like looking that they're gonna be able to put a bullet in there a cartridge that can do like 120k psi yeah in safely within their margins they're not that's not the edge what's that gonna do for barrel lives well, well it's gonna... but they're, he's using different barrel materials like yeah. an inconel or something mm -hmm. he's not using stainless okay. right. and he has that 3d printed steel casings they're looking at i mean they're doing some pretty yeah those two those, science so, fiction so I've seen, yes I've, I've seen some testing on this stuff and and really the two are gonna they're gonna have to go together yeah. we're gonna looking at new barrel metallurgy and along with the new cartridges being able to push those pressures so much higher but i think you're gonna see some really really impressive stuff i've seen some impressive stuff on cartridges we currently have that uh you know you know, see it, seeing cartridges that are that are kind of behind the times as far as performance is concerned. Yeah. Now all of a sudden, keeping up with the newer, hotter cartridges. Okay, so me being a new guy, right? You guys with worlds <laughs> of experience beyond me. If I'm a new shooter coming into this, what are the cartridges and companies or manufacturers or whoever that I should be looking at and paying attention to for the new innovation and well, training. Since I mean, this dude is honestly an evil genius, mm -hmm. and he he's like a Doctor Evil type and all that stuff. And they know what they're. You know what he got me? Mm. You know what I got coming? I got a shh. Don't tell AI. I got a two two four Valkyrie bolt head <laughs> for my AIs. Ooh, for your ooh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And they do have a two two three as well. Getting a drink. Thanks, Julie. <laughs> <laughs>
Um, so, so yeah, don't be, tell be, Shannon. Being a new guy, who do, who do I start looking at right now? Oh, uh, the Hoplite right. Arms, man. It's yeah. there. There is a giant giant thread on Sniper's Hide. If you want to learn about Hoplite Arms, just do a search. Um, we had the Stormtrooper guns. We had the orange guns, and everybody they were talk of the expo with yeah. the vertical spreads they were getting. They were using the shot marker. Um, the shot marker people were there at McDonald, and um, so. Uh, the hoplite guys were shooting on the shot marker system at a thousand yards. Uh, young Ethan, uh, God, he's 15, 13, 12. I don't know how old the kid is. He's tall as me, so he's got to be 12. Um, <laughs> you know, and, and the kid shot something like a two inch vertical at a thousand yards. Wow. Yeah, I mean, really, really impressive and stuff. As a matter of fact, MDT was sniffing around him. Like, hmm, this kid's kind of interesting. Invest. And yeah, yeah. And, 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 um, Do you want an ACC chassis? Yeah, yeah, right? And so, um, so I mean, every, everybody was coming over to me. Like, I'm doing my classes, and they're, like, pulling their phones out because they have photographs of the uh, shot marker system. And they're like, look what I just shot with the hoplite. Look what I just shot with the hoplite. And so they're, they're um, you know, they're just crowing about it the whole time. Mm-hmm. And I did video. I, it's already shot. When I get home, I'm going to edit it. You are going to see soup to nuts, front to back, top to bottom, everything about that weapons platform. And let me tell you something. This is made for future proofing, just like Chris talked about. Mm-hmm. So great shit, man. Great shit going on down there. What do you got going on, dude? Yeah. Oh, man. Um... Tell us your story, besides pulling weapons out of friggin' Antifa's hands. Uh, well, all right, so I'll start back from like the beginning of the summer. The beginning of the summer, I started working uh, security on the wildfires. The season on the West Coast was nuts. There were fires all over the place. And I, I did that all the way up until uh, October. And then I started a new job doing full-time executive protection for a single client. Makes sense, because that's what you were doing when you got famous. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that's worked out. And the benefit there is they don't need me all the time, but it's still full-time pay. So probably shouldn't even say that. But uh, it's uh, so that allows me to do the things that I want to do on the side. It allows me to, that phrase I explained to you earlier, to have a life my passion craves to explore. And that's firearms. I love that phrase, man. Yeah, that's yeah. firearms of all types um, and shooting with them. And so... I mean, that's why I'm out here, mm-hmm. thankfully, for CR2. appreciate you and uh, coming out here, and I was glad to meet you as well. Um, I was surprised you even knew who the hell I was. Oh, dude, dude, I've been reading your stuff since I was a wee little lad. When I was back reading, <laughs> uh, what was it, uh, The Ultimate Sniper? Mm-hmm. That was my... When I, I was that. a young mortal. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, then uh, I'm going from here out to uh, Big Daddy Unlimited's epic shoot here in a few days, mm-hmm. and then uh, I'll be back. I'm going straight into an elk hunt. Um, when I get back to Washington. Nice, nice. And then, you know, wife's birthday, Thanksgiving, and back out to work, and, and you know, another state. I'm all over the place. Um, stuff I'm trying to nail down for this this coming year is I'm trying to get more video work out since now I'm doing it on myself because I'm on the road so mm-hmm. much. Um, and you're a big Graham guy, Instagram. Yeah, right? that, so, I mean, that's the only place I'm even relevant. So <laughs> it's that, and then uh, trying to do so, the. Do but you the can find them on Weapon Snatcher on Instagram, and right? Yeah. So that's what you're Yeah, use Weapon it. Snatcher, Instagram, YouTube, and WeaponSnatcher.com on, uh, on the webs. The, uh, I do run training classes, but since my schedule so, hasn't leveled out yet, mm-hmm. I yanked them all. And also, like, I don't have. Like you have your own private range, right? Right. And you you have you can come down here up in Washington. I don't have a place that's set that I can go. You Talk to Carl train. Taylor in Colville, man. 
Yeah. He's well, got ranges up there, and, and he'll he'll make available and do what you got to do. Carl Taylor's a guy up there. Right, he's OG yeah. like me, you know, and he he knows he's got good property and good training. Sodic does stuff up there. Oh really? And, okay. and so it, it's good stuff. Um, well then, uh, yeah, I'll have to reach out. Because, yeah, uh, re- reach out to Carl. Um, you can find him in Motion Targets, or just look up Carl Taylor RTC and that kind of stuff. Their schedules out. We're gonna have the um, the Sniper's Hide Challenge at the RTC in June again. So we're gonna be up in Colville that way. All I did was change the name, you know, not the vibe. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this stuff really going on is apparel drop, yeah. product drop. There like, you I've go. Been, you saw my bag, I've been using it the whole oh, time. Oh, I did, you, and you know what? You were talking about your bags and stuff. I dig it, all good stuff. I mean, bags matter, man. Uh, you, we're, we're, I'm gonna be talking about that more in the future, but you know, Rear bags matter, and you're making rear bags. And <laughs> rear bags are essential. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They really are. Um, you know, we all get compromised, but rear bags matter. And I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna bust your idea, but I think it's a great one. Yeah. And it's, it's a necessary one. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, because everything's not always in a straight line. Yeah. And so sometimes you need to mix, match, modify. And I think where where you're planning on going with that is a smart idea, and it's the first time I ever heard it, so I'm not gonna say it because oh, it's I yours. That. Yeah, no, I'm not gonna. No, I'm glad that uh, you think it's a good idea too. I wrote it up just joking around with my wife a year ago, and mm-hmm. so just sitting on it. And yeah, so now that I have someone smart. <laughs> saying hey do this i might just do it yeah well i don't know how smart right but uh i'm interesting put it that way <laughs> and then um you guys so other than the night vision chris what else i mean i know you guys have been busy as hell too though you've been just yeah. hitting it hard so i didn't i didn't realize but i uh i was sitting there talking to my wife one day and i was like yeah i think we're i think we're coming up on our first year and uh, this is actually back in uh september time frame and what do you know, like two days later, I got a notification from my, uh, my web host saying that I had hit a year. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, wow. I mean, I was, I was pretty spot on. Feels kind of good, don't it? Yeah, it does. Well, <laughs> when I sat down and started to think about it, I had run 11 courses. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. Cool. yeah. 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 So, and, and, and really for us, you know, a little over a year ago when this started, we were just like, hey, we think we could do it. and We think we could do a good job. Let's go run one. So we, we put it up. We ran it. We're like, all right, that was pretty good. It was a success. You know, we got some stuff to tweak. Let's go run another one. We did that about two or three times, and then we're like, okay, well, we actually, like, there's a calling for this, so we need to, um, you know, put a few courses, like, on the map in the future yeah. rather than just onesies and twosies. Yeah. And next thing you know, you know, I, I filled up the rest of my year, and, and you know, we've talked about this before on the podcast, yeah. but I stepped away from my day job, and, and that was really kind of a light switch, so... It was 11 courses um, split between private instruction and, and group classes. And so now, you know, I sat down and I was like, I told the guys, I was like, we're not doing it like that anymore. We've got, <laughs> we've got to legitimize yeah. this business some. And it's like, a lot I've of work, to, man. I've got, to put a, I've got to put an actual schedule together. You know, the scariest thing I've realized is <clears throat> if I stop or if you stop or you stop, if we all stop today and decide I'm not doing dick, all goes away. Yeah. And that's, you know, I've told both of you, you know, that's one thing I want to fix is, but it all just goes away. But when you did your first course on your own, you got no military backing, you no company backing or anything. Was it a little uh, nerve wracking? Because it was when I did it on my own for the first so time. So it absolutely was. And it yeah. still is, it still is today. Every time we come to a course, you know, until it starts flowing, we're nervous. And then every time it hit, you know, you hit a hiccup, um, 
it, you know, I you know, I, I probably don't I probably don't look it because uh, I'm pretty even keel most of the time. But like, I'll be panicking inside because yeah. um, you know we don't want to put out junk. It, there's a no. thin line. From, yeah, I, I mean, know it, what well, I'm doing why do you think we do victory laps? Yeah. Because it's a decompression, you know what I mean? When we're done with courses and stuff, we go get a freaking drink on. Uh, yeah. And and we just we just it you gotta decompress and it just moves so quickly from one into the other and the next thing you know it's like holy cow man, I'm I'm a hundred miles down the road. Where did it go? <laughs> you gotta process. And, yeah, you and then process. you gotta look at it. But no, you guys are doing a great job and and I and I really do think you got a good program that that people need to experience. And um, like I said, the shot, pro- the, uh, it, it's, it's logical. The shot process is logical and it keeps people from being in a box. It's not so rigid as our fundamentals and it's easy to understand and apply mm-hmm. to hunting, to competition, to military, to yeah. having fun. Yeah. You know, it doesn't have, you know what I mean? It gives you a logical order and a way to look at a problem. It's free form. Yeah. It's more free form instead of it like really being a fundamentalist. So it really is. It allows you to think a little more freely instead of I have to do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it, you know, we're still fleshing some things out, obviously, just as a course overall. Um, that's why it was important for me to like invite you out. You know, honestly, I looked at it and I was like, you know, here's a guy who has who has some influence and you know is doing some of the same things that I'm doing. Yeah. And I'd like to get him to my course, you know, honestly, as a peer review. Oh, really? Yeah. Notice how he, wait a minute. I don't, I don't want I don't want Notice how he calls the Marines. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. No, that's, you guys, I'm flattered, man. You, you guys got it. But no, I mean, I, yeah, I mean, anybody, I, I, we're not operating in a vacuum. You know, no, you're, you're not. Want. And you're open minded. You take you take uh, you take advice well. And it, 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 like you said, you're even keel. You're not. You don't look at it as, as uh, you know, negative. You look at it as constructive criticism, and you're 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 willing to say, "Hey, man, let's make some adjustments." Yeah. I mean, yeah. honestly, when we were when I like how you break out into the mentor groups, and when it was like on the schedule, because you guys write a board out every day, and so the students come in the room and for breakfast, and it tells you, you know, at. 8.30 we're doing this, at 9.30 we're doing this, at 10.30 we're doing this, at 12.30 we're eating Logan's food again. <laughs> you know? Best day ever. <laughs> yeah, best day ever. But then, uh, you know, you were like, hey, we're doping from 300 to 1,000, and you're like, it was like said an hour. And I, when I get in the car with you guys, I'm like, hour is a little aggressive, isn't it? Because I usually do it's like ambitious. three hours, and, and we knocked it out in an hour. Yeah. And everybody got there. We broke out in our into our mentor groups, and you know, you got your group. Chris got his group. I have my group, and we're boom, boom, boom. Yeah. So we're able to go and bang that out, mm-hmm. and it and was. The, and the students get a lot more feedback that way. Yeah, because we're yeah. we're working in smaller batches, you yeah, know, yeah. um, down the line. So no, that's that's that works out really well. So you know, I wanted to think. Oh, go ahead. Uh, I was just gonna mention that. Breaking it down into the mentor groups like we did, it allows for the the mentor, if you will, to help out the shooters that are needing help. Mm-hmm. But those that are kind of taking it in stride and going on their own, it gives them that freedom to step up to the plate and like, okay, this is my process. I'm going through it. I'm spotting. Because like how I did with my group, we had three of us. 
one would spot, two would shoot like the 400 and then the five, and then we'd rotate out again. And so we all got experience spotting multiple times, multiple distances, mm -hmm. and then working through our process. So, I mean, there was, we didn't have the instructor with us during that time because he was helping out another group. So that was us removed from the course, essentially, if you want to look at it like that, doing it on our own. Mm -hmm. So you can take that directly like, okay, I can do this without the instructor, yeah. but not because you're being negligent at all helping another group that needed it. We were clearly taking our paces and going. Yeah. And I mean, that part is, that's common. You have new shooters here, and in, in, in any class, there's or people show up and they have weapons problems, and you have spare yeah. guns to work through it. You put, a, you know, a, a gasser goes down yesterday, you hand them a bolt rifle today, they're up and running, they're doing well. Your you're guys focus on rifle setup. You know what I mean? Yeah. You got that rifle setup focus, so you're able to set that rifle up for them quick and then just get them running right back into it. And <clears> then at the end of the day with that drill we did, we did a Chris Way craft drill. Yeah. yeah. And that person shot one of the better groups of the day. Yeah, well, she yeah. crushed it. Yeah, she had the tightest she had the tightest uh, drill. Yeah, uh, and, and, and here's somebody it's like you know, guns jamming, this, because you and I worked at gas system, turn gas off, turn gas on, <laughs> turn gas off, turn gas, and it's like, damn, this, suppressor on, suppressor off, suppressor on. I don't think she let it mentally get to her. No, she time. didn't. She she ran through it because um, she was able to blame her husband. So, <laughs> you know, that always we get all the blame. Yeah, yeah. And, and, but no, but then um, it was like, hey, we're going we're gonna to fix you tomorrow morning. Don't worry about that. And you came in first thing, and you set her up. And then I quickly jumped on it because she was my size. Yeah. And I jumped on it and I said, let me just look through it. And I got on it and I'm like, I can see perfect. Everything looks good. Go for it. Yeah. And boom, she's, she's hammering. Yeah. It, it took only about three shots of her realizing the difference because she was on a 224 Valkyrie gas gun yesterday and I handed her a 308 bolt gun today. That's very, very different. Oh, yeah. and, and she's and, not a big girl, like no, I said. She's no, leprechaun she's not, like me. Yeah, and, she's under five foot. Yeah. Real short length of pole, all that kind of stuff like that. She took about, it, you know, I was watching her first three shots. You know, every shot she had to adjust her body, you know, because she was really feeling like how that gun reacts and, you know, what recoil management looks like on that rifle. Running start. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, making sure it doesn't get the run and start. And then, like I said, after about three shots, she had it, you know, she had it figured out and she just starts bugging. Yeah. I mean, she's shooting factory ammo. You know, this is, it's just, she's just bug hole and it's like, that's awesome. I, If I were her, dude, and I had that happening with my gun, in the back of my head, I'd be just the sure. most negative person. But sure. all, all I ever saw on her face yesterday or today was a smile. Like, she mm -hmm. had a great yeah. attitude. And that, I think, helped her so much more. And, yeah. you know, you got good guys here, and it's like, hey, look at this. Try that. Take a look at Jeff's gun. Do this gun. You know, pop, 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 and, and all that stuff going on. And, and so they're able to say, and, and she was asking, you know, well, what should I get in a bolt gun or this and that? And, and, and she's got a little bit of means behind her. And, and I said, well, look at Jeff's ATX, because Jeff's here with an ATX. And, you know, you're in that four grand range, and ATX is future-proof. You can comp, you can this. It comes in at 13 pounds. You can weight it up to 20-something pounds. You know, it's switch barrel. It's doing all these different things. And so she looked at Jeff's gun, and she's like, yeah, I really like that. You know, so that's a, that's a possibility for her because she's not that big, but the stock is definitely short enough. It's adjustable enough, yeah, yeah. but she's able to go hands-on and look at it, you know, and, and people are more than willing to help out a fellow student, and oh, so yeah. it's a good thing, you know, but we're, I mean, 
we're all just having a blast. The only yeah. time we're not, you know, laughing, smoking, and joking is when we're eating because everybody's <laughs> dead quiet. Real quiet. <laughs> it's real quiet. <laughs> Food's a common theme here. <laughs> what were you going to say a minute ago before I ran my mouth? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I think it was some more schedule stuff. Oh, uh, scheduling, yeah. 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 And so we're, we're, so part of our, our plan for 2022 is we're expanding not only in the places that we're teaching and but also in what we're teaching. So mm-hmm. we have a few other instructors that we work with. I met Scott. Yep, 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 you met Scott. So there's a few other instructors that we work with that, um, you know, aren't all just on the long range side. Mm-hmm. And so um, we're, and some of it long range too. So we're, off, we're gonna start offering some different courses than what we have been doing this last year and kind of what is traditional or what people think might be traditional for us. And that being that we have a practical handgun and a practical carving course that are going to kick off um, maybe earlier in the year um, back home. They're going to be local. We got a good range, strong point uh, shooting complex up by us, about 15 minutes from the house. Um, there's a good crew right there around the uh, Columbus um, area, you know, Fort Benning, all that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, good bars so, too. Yeah. yeah, good bars. So <laughs> we're gonna, you know, we're gonna start expanding that, bringing some shot process stuff to that, the mentorship to that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, like I said, we have the, the night course that we're doing with AGM Global down at Arena. And then we're also going to be heading out west for two courses that I'm pretty excited about this year. So we'll be coming back to Bridal Iron mm-hmm. again in April. Um, we're going to be going up to Wyoming. Mm-hmm. Um, what part? Uh, Rollins, Wyoming. Okay. So it's... Um, I'm working on a big sky. I'm like three or four hours away. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I met a, I met a gentleman up there. He's a real good guy. Uh, you know, when I went up to the Night Four CLR challenge, he you know let me ride in his car, his truck going around stuff because my rental wasn't getting around that area. You know, really kind of became you know built a friendship. And so he's going to be hosting us up there at the Rollins uh, Outdoor Shooting Complex. So we'll be running a, a normal long range course there. But then we're also going to be headed out to Cameo. Yes, you and got a Chris Way stuff. So Chris Way and I are teaming up this year. And we're going to run a mountain rifleman's course. Ooh. And so there's going to be a lot of high angle shooting, cross canyon shooting, big wind stuff, shooting in, in a lot of terrain that. Um, Come in, coach. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, gonna, and Chris is a mountain climber. Yeah. Chris is a Chris. He's a go rep guy. He's mm-hmm. a mountain climber. I mean, yeah, just pictures of Chris hanging upside down overhangs and, yeah. you know, doing crazy shit. So, I mean, honestly. That's it, it, that is a, when you when you look at how much we talk about Chris and the different things he, dude, how are you gonna have a third friggin' Chris? So can't you come up with another name? <laughs> look, we're, we're growing Chris's around here. It's, a, it's actually it's, so there's a there's a guy that I'm really good friends with who's actually been to three of our courses. Um, he works somewhere specific, so I won't talk too much about him. But he's a Chris R also. Oh, not a Chris R. He is a Chris yeah. R also. Well, at least Way's so, got a different. I, I, I'm I'm trying to figure out right now like how we can get him into how we can like get him into this, you know? Yeah. Like CR three. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. CR three. It could be a thing. It could know. be a thing. Pay attention in the future. It's, it could be coming. No, that's pretty awesome. All right, guys. Add another weapon system to it. CR3. I think it's time to go back out and look at the stars and talk big sky. I appreciate you guys being on. Hey, everybody listening. I'm close. I promise. I got there. Everything's going to be good, and we're going to knock these out like in the old days. I'm going to be knocking out a couple a week, um, and we're going to be doing it. I'm, 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 I'm seeing big light at the end of the tunnel. I got one more week to go, and then the big light's coming, and I'm ready to roll. I got some help in my back pocket. 
I got some things that are gonna be dropping that you guys are gonna like. My app is coming out for Sniper's Hide. The app is gonna be awesome. You're gonna really dig it. Um, I, I've positioned myself now and I'm ready to go where all I have to do, I, I had a meeting last week um, with the girls who helped me out with Sniper's Hide. And they're like, hey man, what are we doing for 2022? I said, you guys have already knocked it out of the park with your back end stuff and everything you're doing. It's my job now to give you content. And that's the plan now is content. And this is content. And so once I'm in, I'm settled down and it's good. I, I, I got a little bit of support system happening. It's content time. And it's gonna be, um, it's probably gonna be dropping right around that Thanksgiving or so uh, time frame. And as well, I'm gonna just give you a little hint going on. There's a Marine Corps birthday coming up, mm -hmm. and Vectronics has a Terrapin X, and the Recon Sniper Foundation has a background with the Terrapin X stuff happening. And as well as that, I'm gonna give away a 6BR Nucleus, brand new, in the box, friggin' rifle with a Terrapin X. So you're gonna have a comp gun, a 6BR comp gun, you're gonna have uh, the Terrapin X book stuff, and it's gonna go to Benefit Recon Sniper Foundation. Brad, and so I'm gonna so be awesome. dropping that, and that's I'm donating. Dude, I got stuff. <laughs> and I'm cleaning stuff out of my house, the old one. I still got stuff at the old house. And I'm like, man, I got this brand new rifle in the box, in the plastic. Recon Sniper is a great organization, and Vectronics is giving away a Terrapin X, a custom Terrapin X. It's like fancy. And I'm going to pair it with that rifle. And we're going to raise money for Recon Sniper Foundation because they do good work. And so that's going to be dropping on November 10. And we're going to be doing that stuff. So just a little preview. And then once that starts dropping, I'm going to start talking. And then we're going to go from there. So just a little preview. But... Thanks to John, thanks to Chris, thanks to the other Chris, thanks to everybody out here in the class, thanks to everybody at the Precision Rifle Expo, the Squirrel Mafia for an crazy, I mean, I met so many great people. I met a famous dude, Bull, uh, President's 100 guy, SF, all kinds of stuff, just retired. Uh, it's, been a, it's been a great run, man. This has been, this has been a weird year but a crazy good year. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's it, it, in me, even with my personal stuff going on that you guys know about that I don't have to worry about, that's still going on. It didn't stop, but I'm in a manageable place with it right now. Uh, but damn, um, it, it's been a hell of a 2021 season. And I just want to thank you guys for sticking with us and just know we got more coming down the line. Um, tell them where to find your stuff and then tell them where to find your stuff. CR2ShootingSolutions.com, same name inter, uh, on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. Sniper's Hide. YouTube, Sniper's Hide, you know, whatever. <laughs> Wherever your, your media source is, just look up yep. CR2 Shooting Solutions or hashtag CR2 Crew. And not Rudy Reyes, Ruby. <laughs> yeah, you can find me on Instagram at uh, Weapon Snatcher, YouTube, Weapon Snatcher, and then you go to the website, WeaponSnatcher.com. You got apparel um, and gear, and when my schedule levels out, you know, uh, you'll, you'll see us around. You'll start seeing some training courses going through there, too. Cool, man. 
Thanks for listening. Thanks for sharing. Thanks for commenting. Thanks for all the stuff you guys do out there. Stay safe. Let's go, Brandon. And I'll talk to you guys soon. Ciao.